Welcome back to another edition of the Fearless Five podcast. I'm your host, Heather Larson, Certified Transformational Life Coach and Reiki Master, and this is the 19th episode of the fourth season of the Fearless Five. Today's a special day. It is, it's a holiday. Well, the last two days were holidays too. Yesterday was Father's Day, the day before was Juneteenth. And today we continue the holiday vibe with the International Day of Yoga 2021. <clears throat> and the theme this year is well-being. So be on the lookout for lots of, like get on your social media. There is going to be a of events for International Day of Yoga today. And, you know, what does it mean this year? We can go to yoga, you know, depending on where you live. Um, we can go, hopefully, where wherever you are, I hope you can attend an in-person yoga class, if that is what your thing is. Um, I, I've always done yoga at home. The first yoga I ever did was at home. So don't feel bad if you still can't go to an in-person yoga class because it's still a pandemic. It's not over. There's a new variant. They call it, I don't know, the Delta variant. Um, whatever variant I got nearly killed me. So like, if you're being careful, I totally understand. So International Day of Yoga has a theme this year, which oh, this is why I mentioned the pandemic, because the theme this year actually has to do kind of sort of with the pandemic. Um, the 2021 theme for the International Day of Yoga, according to the United Nations, which is what I'm looking at, the United Nations website. The theme this year is well-being, right? Because let's face it, well-being has been a challenge for at least the last 15, 16 months. So, you know, yoga for well-being, what does that mean? I read a blog post, which as at the time I'm recording this, I haven't uh, put it up yet. So <laughs> if, you're, if, you're, if you're one of the people who jumps on the podcast the second I publish it, this is not up yet. So today being International Day of Yoga and well-being being the theme, well-being is being the theme, um... <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me here. I promise like at some point I start getting intelligent. Um, uh, well-being is the state of being comfortable, healthy, or happy. So yoga is perfect for this. Yoga makes you healthy, happy, and comfortable, right? Well, maybe not so much on the comfortable aspect of things. Yes, let's talk about the discomfort angle. Okay, so I'm going to be honest, like... I get very uncomfortable sometimes doing yoga, but also yoga is my comfort. It is something that I can always do for comfort. Having a yoga practice is something comforting to come back to. <clears throat> always being able to come back to my yoga mat is some is, is a manner of comfort for me. However, the whole point of yoga, I think, some days is for me to figure out what the edge is and how to get out of the comfort zone. But, you know, if we're talking about well-being and comfort being a part of well-being and the goal um, for this year's International Day of Yoga is to find that well-being, I think we're talking about trying to find some level of comfort rather than, you know, being discomforted or being challenged. And, and, and I think that, you know, there's, there's times in yoga when you lean into the discomfort and then there's times in yoga when you listen to your body and you go, Oh, that's uncomfortable to the point of maybe I shouldn't be doing that. And that is the art of learning to listen to your own body. Obviously when we're talking about yoga for health, the effects of yoga on health are profound, profound, even <laughs> I can't talk what I'm recording today. Anyway, um, the effects of yoga are profound. And, uh, you know, my pulmonologist, when I had COVID, he was like, 
you know, do yoga, don't be stressed out, don't do anything that stresses you out. And I wanted to know, because, because everybody's like, you need to exercise, you know, Dr. Death, who tried to kill me, and, you know, Dr. Death was like, you need to work on your stamina, you need to exercise. And, you know, I have a nurse friend who's like, you need to be like walking three times a day. And I'm like, seriously, like, have you, any of you had COVID to the extent that I had COVID? And my nurse friend had actually had COVID and she'd been sick too. Not as sick as I was. Um, but everybody was telling me to push it, you know, increase your stamina. Dude, it's not possible for, <laughs> it's not possible for these lungs. Let me tell you, like I can push it for maybe 10 minutes of very slow walking on a treadmill. I tried one day to do five minutes of the recumbent bike, the bike you sit on like a seat. And then I did five minutes of the elliptical trainer and both very slow motion, gentle, right? I nearly died. It was, it was horrible. Um, but it was, it's so exhausting. The exertion upon the exhaustion upon exertion for, for those of us who are COVID long haulers, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, so, you know, but, but my pulmonologist said I could do yoga and it took me for forever to do anything more than a few minutes of yoga. I mean, talking about working up my stamina just to do basic things like stand or sit on my mat, um, sit on my mat and do neck rolls. Okay. And then I worked my way up to sit on my mat and do neck rolls and a twist or two shoulder rolls. You get the idea. I was pretty winded just from doing that. I mean, just getting up and down in the beginning, um, there was not going to be walking, you know, yoga was enough. Yoga is good for you. Um, at any stage of life, obviously there's yoga for children. There's prenatal yoga. There's yoga for the yoga for the elderly. There's, I did a lot of chair yoga, uh, throughout all the respiratory illnesses that I've had. Um, chair yoga is definitely my jam. Um, and, and now, you know, I'm doing, I'm not even gonna call it a very active practice. I'm still in a very like beginner, gentle yoga, sometimes yin yoga. That's my vibe right now because that's where my body's at. But it it took me, I can't remember. I was so excited one day I broke through and actually got through a whole super gentle yoga practice. I got through like 50 minutes of gentle yoga one day and I was like, it changed my life. I was like, I'm getting better. I'm beating COVID and, you know, I'm beating this long hauler thing. And then I had to rest for two days after that. So point being uh, yoga is good for your health. Duh. We all know that. Um, for me, um, it's the breathing exercises of yoga are what help lower my blood pressure. That was an issue, um, for a while with COVID. I had insane blood pressure. I had insane heart rate and, Yoga for me, through my experimentation with doing yoga, um, yoga doesn't exactly lower my blood pressure, not right after I do it, um, but laying down or sitting down comfortably and slowing down and getting quiet and getting into stillness, that really does lower my heart rate. It lowers my blood pressure. It helps me, you know, obviously breathing, you know, when you're somebody who's got respiratory issues is, is kind of a good <laughs> activity to get into, but there's, there's so many benefits to your health for yoga. And my continued, you know, basic, simple, slow, you know, yin, gentle yoga practice that I continue to do since I had COVID um, in January, um, I, I'm beginning to see like little gains, like I, little, you know, muscles are starting to relax a little bit more. There was a lot of muscle tightness and muscle pain from having COVID that, you know, I'm just now being able to do 
I'm being able to move my muscles a little bit more, a little bit further. You know, I'm beginning to relax my glutes. There was some kind of, there's been an issue with muscle pain around my, my tailbone and my glutes. And it's because of COVID. I don't know what it means. I can't explain it. There's so many damn symptoms to long COVID, you know, so someday we'll know the answers to these things, but I have no idea um, why this particular muscle group has been so tight and it's given me so much lower back pain and makes sleeping difficult, which, you know, I have to sleep on a slant. Um, it's still, I still like, it's, it's a long story. I won't get into it, but yeah, it's sleeping has been rough since COVID pneumonia. So, um, you know, and I'm just, I'm kind of like in muscle memory now. Like I have to sleep on an angle. I have to sleep on a slant or else I struggle with my breathing. But anyway, um, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a TMI, but you know, the yoga helps me stay physically active at a time when I can hardly walk very much. I can do yoga and that helps me work on my balance. And that helps me a lot of things but yeah balance has been an issue um like it's like i lost motor skills memory speech the ability to find words you could probably tell um but yeah it's it's something that's keeping me at least active and like trying to build some strength and trying to see where my body's getting better Finally, there is yoga for happiness okay so the, there's this physical aspect of yoga that everybody talks about and they talk about it like it's fitness, like yoga is fitness or yoga is exercise or yoga is supposed to be a workout and feel the burn. That's not the point of yoga. The point of yoga is to find that happiness. I mean, yoga itself, the word means union. It's it's like you want to be more in this oneness, right? Um, but the, the, the happiness aspect is all the off the mat stuff in yoga. It's the off the mat yoga that is going to help you find long-term happiness, you know, and, and some of that, you, you when we're talking about the, the comfort versus discomfort angle of yoga, you know, that's something that you find on your mat and off your mat, the, you know, the happiness you find on and off your mat. And I'm talking about following the other seven limbs of yoga aside from asana practice. I'm talking about working through your samskaras or your patterns, you know, the patterns that we all endeavor to release, um, practices like ahimsa or non-harming, even karma. There's so much more to yoga than just doing postures on a mat in a class, in a room, a studio, a heated studio, whatnot. There's so much more. Um, you know, if your life sucks, is yoga going to fix it? Not overnight. That's why we call yoga a practice. Hopefully something that you dedicate yourself to long-term because that's where you find the benefits of the happiness, the health, the comfort, and the overall well-being that we're talking about today on International Day of Yoga 2021. So hopefully you can find a way to observe it. You know, I'm not teaching yet, obviously. I'm not, I'm not certified as a yoga instructor yet. I'm still a yoga teacher in training. I'm working on my RYT 200. It's the beginning of that journey, you know, just getting 200 hours of yoga teacher training in. So, you know, hopefully next, next international day of yoga, I should be a teacher and able to teach you yoga. But in the meantime, check out destinyarchitecture.com, um, where I will post this as a blog at some point hopefully today hopefully by the time you're listening to the podcast this will be up because i will have gotten up and gotten coffee and gotten synapses firing and posted it for you at destinyarchitecture.com <laughs>